Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All righty, folks, welcome back. It's a Thursday edition of JJ After Dark. It's John Chastrzewski right here on The Fan, and it is as juicy a card as you're going to have in both the NFL and college on Saturday. It's Championship Saturday, and then on Sunday, look at some of these marquee matchups. The Chiefs and the Patriots, Seattle and the LA Rams, Saints taking on the San Francisco 49ers, and to break it all down, He's been on with us, I want to say, each of the last two or three weeks. He's now turning into a regular, which we like. We like having guys who are part of the family, a part of the show time after time. Sam Penianovich, check him out, the Chicken Dinner Podcast. He's killing the game right now. He enjoyed a little R&R. Now he's ready to rock and roll. Sammy Boy, how you doing, bro? I'm still celebrating Duck Hodges outright putting the Cleveland Browns in the coffin. Did we not nail that last week? Who would have thought? Sammy was a thing of beauty, and we said it on Wednesday. Freddie Kitchens, road favorite. Go the other way. Catch the ticket. You're going to feel great about it. Let's start right there because you were all over the fact that it made no sense that Cleveland was a road favorite going into Pittsburgh. Now everybody is on board with the Duck Hodges phenomenon, and I get it. He's played much better than Mason Rudolph. He won last week a pivotal game for them. But now Duck Hodges is a two-and-a-half-point favorite at Arizona. You make any sense of that line? Some shops have it at minus three, Pittsburgh minus three on the road. There are a lot of terms that we use in sports betting and some that I've taken from others and some that I've made on my own. And one of my favorite terms is the accordion. And that's when you take that accordion, that old-school music player, and you stretch it all the way out. The Pittsburgh Steelers last week, nobody wanted to bet them. Now if you take the accordion and go all the way across the equator, the Steelers are on the other side of that accordion. Like, it went left all the way to the right now. Now, everybody wants to bet the Steelers. Conversely speaking, the Arizona Cardinals were sort of a sharp underdog last week. They were catching about three or four at home against the Rams. And guess what happened? If you bet on the Cardinals, you got absolutely smoked. They lost 34-7. to So nobody wants to bet the Cardinals. Everybody wants to bet the Steelers. And we forget the fact that, oh, my God, Duck Hodges was just an underdog at home. Now he's a three-point road favorite. Are you confused yet? I am. Because it just doesn't make any sense. Now, I really have to like a dog if it's plus two and a half or plus three because there's really no margin for error. I'm not betting this one with the side, but I'm telling you right now, we always do our teaser on this show. We find two teams we like to tease, and we've won them both so far. I would look at taking Arizona, go from the three, go through the six, go through the seven. You could get the Cardinals at either plus eight and a half or plus nine. That's a very good bet. Also, adding the fact the total's 43, it's going to be a low-scoring, ugly game. I don't think Duck Hodges 
is going to lead the Steelers to a 10-point win or more. I think that's a great idea. I like the idea of teasing up the Arizona Cardinals. We'll save that for a couple of minutes. But we got to get to the other game you nailed, Sammy. We're all over the Chicago Bears. And I got to give you a round of applause, my man, because you told everybody if you were taking the Bears, knowing the status of the Lions quarterback situation, get them now. And let's be honest, bro, that was the difference between winning a wager, losing a wager, depending on where you got Chicago. At three and a half, you won. At five and a half, you lost. It's amazing how sometimes that works out. These things are stocks, man. I mean, it's no different than the stock market. You have to know when you have to pounce. And and, and I knew, and we talked about this on your program, we knew that Jeff Driscoll wasn't going to play. But because it wasn't official yet, bookmakers can't move that number. I think it shaded a little bit. And it opened Chicago minus one, and then it got to two and a half. By the time we talked early in the morning, it was Chicago minus three. And we said, look, he's not going to play. And knowing that, the, the number's going to move. And then guess what? By the time you get to kick off Thanksgiving morning, everybody's like, oh, wow, the backup's out. Okay, now they're going to bet the Bears. So it's just an avalanche of Bears money, and it's all about the right team at the right price, right? A lot of people say we don't bet teams, we bet numbers. Well, last week we bet a number. We laid two and a half or three with the Bears, close to six. You win that game. Now you move on, though, and you look at Thursday night. And I'll tell you what, JJ, I can't bet either of these sides. Like, I can't, I can't bet the Bears plus three, and I can't lay three points with the public road fan. Like, this is the public wheelhouse right here. This is every Joe Schmo is going to go, wow, the Cowboys minus three at Chicago. Bears suck. Cowboys okay. And they're going to lay the three here. I want to bet against both quarterbacks, and I'm going under 43. Chicago this year, 8-4 and four to the under, and they have played seven games with totals in the 40s, 6-1 and one to the under. Uh, the Cowboys don't like their play calling. They get too Dak-friendly at times. They go away from Zeke. I don't like the quarterbacks. I don't like the play callers. The offenses have stunk, and both of these defenses are pretty good. It'll be like 35 degrees in Chicago, windy, cold. Kickers will miss kicks. I went under 43 here, Chicago and Dallas. Sam, Monday night, we know the Giants going back to Eli Manning with the injury to Daniel Jones. This is going to impact the spread. I'm seeing it opened up at Eagles minus eight, now up to Eagles minus nine and a half, basically getting split public action. Do you think we could see the Giants and the Eagles maybe hitting double digits before we hit kickoff? I think it'll probably close around 10. And, and I'll tell you what, like I have gone to the Eagles well a couple times this year and I got my hand burned. You know, I put my hand on the stove, and it just fizzled. I don't really want to do that again because the urgency, and we use that word in sports all the time, you know, urgency. Are they ready to play? Are they hungry to play? I mean, this team has lost three in a row, 17-10, 17-9, 30. They just lost at the Dolphins. Um, I mean, I'm in no rush to bet on Eli Manning, and it's, it's weird that this, this Eli Manning web continues to spread, right? Last year or two years ago, he was benched for Geno Smith. I can't remember if it was last year or two years ago. All those terrible years run together. Then they put him back in. They benched him for Jones. Jones gets hurt. It's like Eli just won't go away. He's like an ex-girlfriend. I can't I, I can't bet this game. I, I can't. I, I lean to the Eagles. If you made me pick it, if I had to pick it in a pool, I'd lay it with the Eagles. But I don't love it because for some reason, Doug Peterson can't get his guys to go. And let's not forget, I mean, half the team is on the shelf, too. All their skill position players have been really banged up. It's a tough game to bet. It's Monday night. Everybody's going to want to bet it. I just don't like it. Sam Panianovich, check him out. Chicken Dinner Podcast, doing all sorts of stuff on television for 
Comcast in Chicago. All right, Sam, the Jets right now, they were, to me, the most overvalued team of last week. They were a a three-and-a-half-point favorite against the Bengals. When that line went to three, when I found out that Dalton was playing, I was all over the Bengals. That ended up being one of my best bets of the week, and it ended up cashing. Now you have Miami coming off a win, a bad Miami team coming into MetLife Stadium Line opened at seven and a half, now down to five and a half, six. This is a game I'm not betting in a million years, but if you had to play a side with the Dolphins and the Jets, what direction are you leaning in? I wish this was like a soccer match where we could bet on the draw. You know, like this, <laughs> would you be stunned if this one ends 10 to 10? Um, I, look, I, I mean, I, I, you nailed the Jets last week, and I, I wanted no part of betting Jets and Bengals, and I really don't want to bet Jets and Dolphins, but. I think there's something to be said because a lot of people that bet the NFL, they get so wrapped up in what they've last seen. And, right, like nobody wanted to bet the Jets against the Raiders. Raiders roll. I'm sorry, the Jets roll the Raiders. Then everybody bets the Jets against the Bengals. Nobody wants the Bengals. The Bengals beat the Jets. So if you follow the zigzag here, you're going to have people that are going to rush to the window to take the Dolphins with the pull. Oh, they just beat the Eagles. The Jets just lost to the Bengals. You know, like it's, it's not that simple in the NFL uh, I happen to think that this number should be seven. I think the open here was true. I think that was a good number. But you just have people running to the window. Like the wise guys are always in the NFL. They're going to take seven. They're going to take six and a half because those are very important numbers in the National Football League. Game goes overtime. You can't lose. Well, unless something really crazy happens. But people love to bet the seven and the six and a half. Then it gets to six. People chase the steam, and it's not five and a half. I think the number seven. Um, you know, if you're a teaser player here, I'd probably tease the Jets down. I don't know why the Dolphins are winning games or trying to win games. It, it makes no sense to me. Uh, but these two teams, they both stink. And um, I have better investments. I have better opportunities to bet my money. I think the number should be seven. Uh, I think it was just a number grab on Miami. And I'm not going to argue with it. I just don't, like, again, I'm not betting this game. All right, let's get to a game that's juicy. Far juicier than Jets and Dolphins. Niners, 10-2, and two, tough loss in Baltimore last week. Taking on the 10 and 2 New Orleans Saints. This line opened at three, now down to two and a half. We know this game means a ton for both of these teams. Saints trying to get that home field throughout. Niners trying to hold off the Seahawks in the NFC West. Are you surprised, Sam, that this line has moved towards San Francisco? No, not really, because the Niners have made people a lot of money this year, and I think that will always sort of stand tall at the end of the day. Like, if you look at what they've done against the spread, they're 8-3 and three against the number this year, 8-3-1, and one actually, uh, one of the ties in there. But uh, they're a good team getting points, and people like to bet that, and, and I don't really uh, have an issue with that. The thing is, there are people always ask me, one of the most common questions that I get from anybody is, oh, well, who are the wise guys betting? And I can tell you, and I talked to a couple bookmakers in Vegas about this game, they said all the big bets are on the Saints here. You know, the public came in. Took the three. There were some bigger bets on the three, but the bigger bets, the $10,000 bets, the $15,000 bets, they're coming in on the Saints at home. And we know about what Drew Brees can do in that building. They're just a different monster in the Superdome down there in New Orleans. Uh, Haven't been the greatest cover team this year, but remember, when the Saints are at home, man, they're laying seven or eight or nine or ten. This is a tough spot, I think, for San Francisco. Uh, You look at what they've done over the last couple of weeks. They've started to get tested here. Uh, they, they play the Packers. They blow them out on Monday or on Sunday night. Then they go to Baltimore. They fly all the way back to San Francisco. They got to go all the way all the way back across the country to New Orleans and, and face a, a very good team in their building 
under a field goal, right? And we're going to talk about Patriots and Chiefs here. How often do you get an opportunity to lay two and a half with the Saints at home? You just don't. And you look at some of these bet tickers, 70% of the tickets on the Niners. So it, it's almost like the public is, is, is really ready to attack on San Francisco. I made the game four. Now it's two and a half. By default, I like the Saints in that building at that price. If this number's five or six, we're not having this conversation. But because it's under a field goal here, I think there's value on the home team. All right, you mentioned the Chiefs and the Patriots. I can't wait for this game. New England's offense looked as limited as it gets against the Houston Texans. But one of my old theories, Sam, I don't know if you agree with this or disagree with this. Do you like to find teams that get embarrassed in primetime? and play them the following week? Like, is that something that is a part of, like, your gambling manifesto? Uh, not necessarily, but it's a part of my stew that I'm making on this game, right? We look for different things to throw into the stew, right? You don't, you don't just have the beef and the cabbage. You throw in the carrots and the onions and the peppers and all that. So I think it's part of the handicap. Uh, it's not the sole reason that I like the Patriots here. I'm more inclined to go – on a team that people are writing off. Like, if, if I turn on ESPN and see one more idiot say that Tom Brady is, is over the hill and the Patriots' offense is bad and, and Bill Belichick is losing the lot, look, they lost one football game. Actually, they've lost two in the last three weeks. They lost to the Ravens, who were the number one seed, and they lost to the Houston Texans, who have an MVP candidate as quarterback. Are, are we really going to overreact and write off the Super Bowl champs? I mean, are we, are we that dumb? I went back, I looked at the schedules. Last time the Patriots lost a game at home, December 2015. Last time they lost in December 2015. we got to go back almost five years the last time they lost in Foxborough in December. It just doesn't happen. Um, and, and, you know, the, the Chiefs' defense is far from great. I know New England has struggled here, but I go back to one of the biggest bets I ever made. I think it was 2014. The Patriots had just lost to the Chiefs to go 2-2 two and two in the first four games. And Trent Dilfer said the Patriots dynasty was over. I called two of my buddies. I said, whatever the line is, I'm taking the Patriots. Because when you start to count this team out, that's when they're the most dangerous. They rarely lose back-to-back games. They almost never lose at home in December. I don't care who's at receiver or who's hurt on the offensive line. This is a bounce-back spot on one of the best to ever do it. Last week, the Chiefs were in a great spot. Andy Reid off the bye, yada, yada, yada. Now you go to Foxborough, and you got to win when it's cold. And until I see it, I don't believe it. All right, Sammy, before we get to your best bets in the NFL, this is a killer slate of college football action. Out of any of these championship games, is there one that really catches your eye? I think Clemson wins 45-6. to six. I mean, that's the number that I keep coming up with in my head. You know, I love to play score in my head. I made the game 35. Uh, I saw a points bet in New Jersey and made it 21, and I almost flew out to Jersey and bet it. But by the time I had that conversation, the number was already gone. It's 28 right now. I see a couple 28 and a halves. This will be that game again. We talk about this all the time. Bet it at the right price. If you like Clemson, bet it at 28. Don't wait until it gets to 30. If you like Virginia, you might want to wait until kickoff because this number is going to climb. I don't see how Virginia is going to score a whole lot. I mean, they just had one of the most emotional games they've had in the last decade. They beat Virginia Tech finally. They stormed the field. They're content. They lose this game. They go to the Orange Bowl. There's really not much to play for here. Where Clemson literally needs to win this game, they need to win this game big. Uh, Too much skill, too much speed. A number one pick at quarterback, maybe the best defense in the country. Everybody keeps saying they haven't played anybody. I'd argue that they make all these teams look that bad. 
I laid 28 with Clemson. Like I said, I think it's 45 to 6. I don't think this game is close at all. So you're laying a lumber with Clemson. Now, before the NFL stuff teased, we've been hitting these, it feels like, week after week, Sam. So pressure's on. We know Arizona's candidate one. What's the second leg of the two-teamer? I'm going to go to college. I'm, I think LSU is just too overinflated right now. I think LSU wins this game, but I need this number three against Georgia. I think Georgia's defense is getting no credit. They had Georgia's schedule this year. I mean, to beat Notre Dame – and the beat, uh, some of the teams they beat this year, the deep Auburn, uh, they have some really impressive wins this year. I'm going to take Georgia from seven. I'm going to go through 10, and I'm going to go to 13 and a half. So let's do that. Let's do a Cardinals teaser. Uh, let's go from three to about nine and a half, and let's take the Georgia Bulldogs from seven up to 13 and a half. And look at their schedule now. They beat Notre Dame, they beat Florida, they beat Auburn. Those are pretty impressive wins. I mean, like, they have one loss. They played one bad game, and this number on LSU is just a little too big. So if I had to tease two teams, let's go again. Let's go from Arizona from three to nine and a half, and let's take Georgia from seven up to 13 and a half. That's what I would tease. I like that. A little mixing and matching. A little NFL college hybrid type tease this week from Sammy. And in the NFL, my friend, what's on the docket? Yeah, we got to go Bears-Cowboys under. We talked about it earlier in the segment. I went under 43. It's a bet against both quarterbacks. Don't like to play callers, Garrett and Nagy. I think there's going to be a lot of low-scoring uh, chances, a lot of field goals, and not a lot of touchdowns. Mentioned the Patriots minus the three. Uh, and then the two college plays, I really like Georgia. I took seven, and I am not scared at all of that big number on Clemson. I, if it was 35, I'd lay 35. That's how good I feel about the Tigers. Sam Penionovich, check him out. Chicken Dinner Podcast. Check him out on TV in Chicago. He's here, he's there, he's everywhere. Sammy, enjoy the weekend as good as it gets, my friend. And we will chat next week, all right? You got it, bud. Talk to you soon. Good stuff from Sam. We got a lot more to do. The Mets in for some new ownership. What a time to be alive if you root for the orange and blue. Zach Wheeler on his way to Philadelphia and how the rest of this baseball offseason going to shake out. Update time. Here he is, the maestro, Harris Island. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.